What's up, guys? It's C-Stacks. Welcome back to This Week in Versus, the post-Jersey Regional Edition. Should be a really good one. I'm joined here by my three usual co-hosts, and I'm also joined by three top eight players, and they're the same people. So that's awesome. Uh, so we're joined here by Bert. What up, YouTube anger? It's your boy, Black Arcade! <laughs> we got Scott. Blammo! And we yeah. have... Jersey regional champion Robert Smallwood. Champ is here, Smallwood. <laughs> all right. Well, first, congrats to all three of you guys for uh, for making top eight at the Jersey regional. So uh, uh, we had uh, what sixteen players, which was uh, a little under what we were expecting, but you know we had some some scheduling issues, conflicts, and whatnot. Uh, so sixteen players, but they were uh, a strong field, sixteen strong players. Um, and a, a very wide variety. Right, 16 players, 13 different main characters. It was three Black Panther, uh, one Doctor Strange, one Gambit, one Hawkeye, one Harrigan, one Falconer, one Wolverine, one Loki, one Dragon, one Bullseye, two Photo Red Skull, one Photo Captain America, and one Photo Black Panther. Uh, so it's a pretty diverse field. Uh, it's one of the more diverse fields we've ever seen. Black Panther being the most represented deck with only three, uh, and one of them was uh, a loyalty build. So I think it's uh, it's really cool to see this kind of diversity. Um, anyway, so let's just go ahead and get in talking to, talking to some top eight players here. We'll get into round by round stuff and format stuff. Um, but let's talk to let's talk to you, Bert. Uh, so Bert played you played MCU Captain America. I'm gonna run off the deck list and then we can have you uh, talk about it. So Bert Black Hurricane played MCU Captain America. It's got four Ant Man, three Goose, three Heimdall. Four Maria Hill, four Falcon, three Mordo, four Iron Man, four Sweet, and is that two or three Red Skull, Bert? That that's three at the end. Three okay. Red Skull. Uh, plot twist: four Life on the Hellmouth, four Friend from Work, three No You Move, and three Sokovia Accords, and then four Avengers Tower, four Greens, uh, three Blue, and three Bifrost. Yes. All right. So that's the list, uh, Bert. Why did you land on MCU Captain America of all things? Let me just start by saying we did it, baby. <laughs> we did it. We're in top eight land, baby. No more winning in hell. No more getting hoed. The comeback kid is here, baby. Yes. Woo. Okay. Now that that's out the way, <clears throat> uh, Captain America being photo, you know, this should come as no surprise to anyone. I've been hating on photo for the longest time. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to play those cards. But I figured, you know what? I better start getting used to them now because they're going to be a big part of my life towards the end of this year, beginning of next year for midwinter. So I was like, you know what? What's the most fairest thing I could play without getting absolutely scraped? And I, I landed on Cat. Originally, it was going to be Black Panther, like Aaron Johnson. Shouts out to Global Gym. But I found that like, if he if he was like an 8-5 with like one maybe wounds because he's been blocking them but he has to face hype man and gilgamesh like he would just get ran over and like you don't always have the green you know so i was like you know what i'm just gonna get big down low i'm gonna pop two loyal soldiers a turn for each attacker and i'm gonna get big and we're gonna fight kill you yes yeah, so, so it's just a, a super fair but super fast turn sideways get you every turn kind of a deck yeah, five and five was the plan. I think this is like one of the most fair decks I've played. It's just versus the way it's supposed to be played. And I had a I didn't have like any terrible unwinnable matchups. It was just 
if you can fight, if you can hold the board, your guys are going to get big, and they're going to have to answer with, like, Sarkovia cords of their own, Flint, uh, Gargoyle might mix right, but you have answers to those things. So, yeah. So so how well does Photo hang in the format? Because I remember at the beginning when you were pl- first playing uh, MCU uh, Captain America, you were having problems where, like, you would be winning for most of the game, and then they would just drop Hyperion or Gilgamesh, and, like, you couldn't get around it. Uh, how did you uh, how did you fix that or did you? It was it was so terrible in the beginning, man. No matter how big I got, it only took like what reality gem or levy beast, and then like they could gang up on you with like hype man and Gilgamesh team attacked. But the the one saving grace because I did some searching, I was like, no, there's no way, there's no way photo gets rocked like this. We can't just lose like this. So I, I flipped through the photo binder, you know, I'm looking reading the cards, and I see. What is now my favorite photo card in the entire, all of the sets for photo that we've gotten. Motherfucking sweet. That card is so pivotal and crucial to how photo can get around big, bad monsters like Pipe Man and Gilgamesh. So so remind everyone uh, what sweet does and why it's like the linchpin of of being able to hang. Yeah, okay. So sweet is a 5-7 for 5. He has Legion of Darkness team stamp, and he has... Uh, at the start of your main phase, everybody comes to the front row and does a musical number. Now, you can be a, a funny guy. You can be a wise guy and actually do the musical number, but that's not important. What's important is they can't sit behind they can't sit behind their hype man and Gilgamesh because they have to come up to the front row to perform. So what that did was it completely turned the tide. Like, if I was doing four wounds in four turns and then you would drop hype man and I wouldn't be able to get through anymore... Once I slapped in those four sweets, the whole game changed. They had to be aware, hey, he could just be playing sweet. I could just be losing here. Um, and then even if even if they managed to block all of the attacks on the sweet turn, they would have to turn around and immediately kill sweet. They couldn't come after Cap anymore because if they let sweet die or if they let sweet live, he would just keep pulling them to the front to perform a musical number. He just... He, he made photo for me at least for Captain America. He made such a difference. And then like the the backdoor behind the scenes was like life on the hellmouth. Oh my god! <laughs> like you can team attack with people you're not supposed to team attack. He'd be a six eight if you power up. He'd be a seven nine. It just it gets out of control, man. So uh, so how'd your tournament experience go? Uh, kind of round by round thing. How did how did Cap hang against the rest of the field? Hold on, let me uh let me pull it up because I actually wrote down who I played on each round. Oh, awesome. So round one, round one was Wolverine. Shout out to Keith, man. I remember uh the weekend before the tournament, he reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, Bert, man, I know you know what's going on here. What's the deal? How 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 can I how can I show up?" And I was like, "You know what? I got you, man. Wolverine, right? Check this out. You cannot do mono. You know that, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I kind of have some holes. What would you do?" And I was like got you homie solo is definitely in the house uh devil slayer if you can swing it because you want to win down low stick that guy's gonna rock worlds levy beast and reality gem for if they think they're trying to be cute and they want to hide and heal nope get out of here and then he took he took what i said and he put it into consideration and the deck came out banging he would go on to make top four shouts out to keith man it's always always a good time that guy knows his stuff and he's not letting wolverine go out it felt like it felt like Wolverine wasn't actually a complete joke, and I was I was losing because we were going toe to toe. But he was healing. I was like, yeah, 
this is how this is supposed to go, man. So shouts out to him again. Always good to see him. Uh, round two, I played one of the, the new fellas, which is actually, he lives in, in New York. So we're going to get in contact with him and his brother, try and scoop them up for Friday night. Uh, I don't remember his name, but his brother's name is Jeff Reyes. So shouts out to you guys. He was playing Hammer Bullseye. I went first. Uh, the line of green Ant-Man Hellmouth just stole the game from him completely. Uh, because after that, like, everybody just comes in and, like, you can't answer it. Like, you don't know who to answer it. Do you answer a 5-5 Maria Hill? Do you answer a 8-8 Ant-Man? Like, it just got real bad for him. Um, round three was actually his brother. <laughs> now that I'm reading, uh, he was playing Hawkeye. I'm pretty sure I went first again. I crashed into his Hawkeye because I didn't have the Ant-Man play. And then from there was pay, play the green, play the Maria, play the green, play the Falcon, play the green, play the Iron Man, and he just got rolled. Um, round four was <laughs> round four was the battle of the ages, man. Cap versus Red Skull. Shout out to Ralph. I know he's still mad at me for the meta bombing, but <laughs> oh man, I beat his ass, but he healed. And once he healed, he managed to squeak away and he, he got the deep throat Malekith combo out on me. And then, <laughs> so for my winning then, I'm facing uh, current world champion Ashley Johnson. Shouts out to her. And uh, the judge, he hands me, he, he comes to, he comes to give us the matches and he's like, you're done, Bert. You're, you're out of here, dude. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to lose the winning then again. And uh, she opened with Might Makes Right on her drone team attack. And I was like, yep, this is how I'm going to go out. But I answered with a green life on the mouth with Heimdall, and that was eight. I killed the drone, and then from there I just, I think I drew like three more greens, played three more big beefy guys, and team attacked real big. I won with a life on the Hellmouth Red Skull Cap team attack, which was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, that's my Swiss experience, man. Top eight, three two. Nice. Uh, so uh, Ashley was on Falconer then. Yeah, she was on Falconer. She was trying to beat my ass i remember i was like oh no my mix right on the drone oh! <laughs> <laughs> so how'd, uh, how'd top eight go for you then oh uh, uh, real quick because I, I meant to do this at the beginning uh i just wanted to shout out everyone who made top eight so after swiss top eight was in eighth place scott watson sneaking in there at eighth place and then keith mcgee then drew tunnison then burt richardson in fifth place then joe stankard then hector perez ralph edwards in second and robert smallwood finishing in first place after swiss uh, so sh shout out to everyone who made top eight. Congrats. Uh, so uh, anyway, tell us about your top eight, Bert. Okay. So wait, I'm Sax, you had, uh, you had a little roll backwards. Drew had second. Ralph had. Uh, okay, I might Ralph be, was top eight. Okay, Keith I, was top four. I, I might be looking at before round five then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, well, that that's the correct top eight though, right? Yeah. No, yep. those are those are all the right names. Okay. So well, okay, you're right. So so that was after Swiss. After playing um, top eight, it probably was a little different. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry. You're good. Yeah, yeah. So after Swiss, that was the standings. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it shook out uh, after you guys played top eight. But anyway, tell us about your top eight, Bert. All right. So I sit down across with Joe Stangert, and he flips over uh, Doctor Strange. I read his list. I'm like, this is pretty neat. I see the four cloaks. Shout out to Cloak, man. Ah! That card. Listen, if you if you aren't playing that three-mana 3-3 three, three flyer that kills guys on the way down, you're wrong, okay? And I know I'm wrong because I couldn't play him because I was on photo. But it is what it is on that. So I sit down. And I open with, uh, I think he went first. He played like solo and got in, got his counters. I'm like, okay, cool. Watch this, yo. I go green, Ant-Man, life on the mouth. And then he's like, how much is that? I'm like, 10. 
and he's like, okay, I'm going to lose. This is ridiculous, right? And then he did his thing. He played Sharon, and then I played Maria in a green. Everybody got in for the attack for a billion, and then he played a blue, drew a card. He played another Sharon, and then at some point he played Klee, and then he mutated the board, and I just lost from there. That was the that was the the moment for him. Uh, it was it was pretty cool game. Not gonna lie, it's always good to see Doctor Strange. He had the Doctor Strange with <laughs> he had the Rip level two. <laughs> um, that was a great game too, man. Overall, I had a great time, and it's so good to be in top eight paradise. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> Ooh, missing missing top eight paradise because I. I've lost my winning in three in a row since last midwinter. And I'm like, oh, man, when is this going to end? But it's good to be here. Um, Bunch of great players in top eight, man. And I feel as though if I had managed to get against uh, Hector or if I had managed to get my rematch against Ralph, I feel like I would have got a little bit, just a little bit further. But I am more than okay with with where I stopped because the deck was sweet. The comp was sweet, and I didn't just get body rocked uh, at the tournament. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Congrats, man. It's cool to see uh, an MCU deck make it that far, especially uh, Hell yeah. one like Captain America. It's just a fair yeah, deck. Man. Really cool. One thing to note. <laughs> one thing to note is I remember people were reading Cap, and they're like, damn, plus two on each attacker. That's pretty good. And then they would read his level two, and they're like, oh, okay, so you're trying to assemble the team, right? And I'm like, no, Hulk and Thor are banned. And they're like, oh, okay, so you're just trying to body rock me down low. And I'm like, yeah, aggro, baby, five and five. And uh, it, it was just cool to see how people, like, their attitude of the card changed. Like, I hope I've, I hope I've changed some minds about Captain America because that's one of the mains that he didn't really get much attention when he first came out, and he didn't see much play, but he can hang. And, and I hope I prove that, too. He can definitely hang. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those, like, his ultimate, like, his ult win condition, like, that's never going to happen. So I feel like people were like, oh, well, his level two doesn't do anything, so he must be terrible. Yeah. That, that level one power is stupid strong. It's really good. I must have been, like, the running joke of the day. It's like, this fool's playing Captain America. God, what's wrong with him? But, like, <laughs> especially with life on the mouth, like, imagine that, a 5-5 five, five Ant-Man and then a 7-7 seven, seven Ant-Man. And, like, if you don't answer him, Ant-Man is why you die. Because, like, like how you, what, are you going to team attack in him? Okay, I'm just going to hit your main again. And you're falling behind on my Falcon and my Iron Man. And then Sweet's going to clean you up. Great deck, man. I'm so proud of how it came out. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Scott now. Uh, so I know you weren't sure for a while if you were going to even make it to this event. But you made it out. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was sort of a last-minute thing. I you know, was trying to find a way. Just the uh, It was the fact that it was so last-minute on them, like finding a, a definite date in there and location that made it rough on me. It's hard to, it's hard to plan going somewhere, you know, when those things aren't, aren't definite. It's, it's, it just makes it rough. And that's not, not a dish on Tim or anything. That's just, you know, that's just a fact. Um, and he kind of knows that, so... Hopefully in the future, Mark and everybody will have enough time to get things in a row, you know, far enough ahead of time for anybody going to any event. Yeah. They can plan it. All right, so let's take a look at Scott's deck here. So he played Harrigan, it's one of my, which is one of my favorite main characters. So I'll just run down the list real quick. So you got four Dinosaur, 
sorry, three Dinosaur, four Solo, three Hellion, four Match, three Devil Slayer, four Taskmaster, four Gargoyle, two Copycat, and four Domino. Uh, for the equipment, it's the one Chimichanga and one Power Gem. Uh, plot twist, four He Couldn't See Me, four Might Makes Right, three Shock to the System, one Break the Fourth Wall, and three Shit Happens. And then the four Headquarters Wild Location, four Yellow, and four Green. So why'd you play Harrigan, Scott? And uh, you want to... Yeah, so um, how, how did your testing go, if you had any, or uh, what, why'd you land on? Uh, my, my testing is pretty much theory crafting for me. Um, I rarely get to play any games ahead of time, so I usually go into most tournaments pretty raw, which is rough. Um, but uh, I kind of knew just like testing some ideas out that he had a little bit of a rough matchup against Falconer. Um, so actually, Dinosaur is the reason um, it's been there is for the Falconer match, and I actually have to give props to Vern Lee. I actually reached out to him because I was having trouble finding another one drop, and I told him what I thought my issue was. We had a little discussion, and he was like, you should try, like, Dinosaur. And I was like, thought about it, and I was like, well, it gives me an answer. You know, it gives me an answer to that pesky drone. If Falconer comes out with, like, the the drone and, like, a, a combi stick, I my deck could be in trouble. So, that and that was a deck I kind of expected to see more than just Ashley on and um so I was that was one of the things there. That was the reason for that card. Um Helion just gives you like answers to like a lot of things. One it can let the Harrigan attack three times sometimes if you're like really you know trying to push him. Um let some of your other characters like Gargoyle or two attacks and it just creates a lot of versatility for the deck um devil slayer is like a kind of like a hidden um sneak attack kind of thing between might rakes right and either chimichang is in the power gem you can use the him to like end games that people aren't kind of totally expecting to see um what else was in there uh match is just so good um Copycat creates a lot of like crazy hidden combos in there. Um, she can copycat Taskmaster to get you know, mucho solo counters flying out on your characters. Um, can uh, you know copycat gargoyle to get two gargoyle essential essential attacks in a round? Things like that. Um, Timmy Chong is just mostly in there to pump somebody up high. Uh, and the uh, power gem, often when I played it, it's just one games. It, it just, it's just so devastating if a game went that far. Um, and like I said, it was a great combo with Devil Slayer. It won, that won me a couple games. Just like people were like, you know, you play out them both out in the same turn. And they're just like, what I have to deal with your like mega attack, Harrigan attacking me twice and then a Devil Slayer. It me like there was a couple times I think I threw two wounds on somebody in you know just one turn, so this is good. Um, what's next? Uh, one question I had is there's a uh, no um uh, death trap in here, which has always been one of my favorite cards. Is there a reason for that? You know what? I finally didn't need it. Um, with all the 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 like counters and stuff you're getting, you just uh, you were just like 
getting so big most of the time. He has such a big butt on him, Harrigan, and he's sitting in the, in the front that most people weren't attacking you. Or they, if they were attacking you, they were already going to get hit back. Um, the, uh, the, the shit happens, I actually thought, was way more important for, for the matchups, um, especially against Eternals. Just to have an answer in the deck for Eternals was just um, huge to turn off their Eternal power. But it worked against a whole lot of other things that I saw in the tournament, too. It would have been uh, good against, like, Bert's relationship trick. You know, just good answer to turn off a lot of things that could could interrupt your game um so that's what I, it's the same reason i cut savage surprise um well those are great cards and i wanted to include them i just had to make cuts uh, and it was more important to have the to have those sport characters than the plot twists so that was the reason for that sure sure so uh how, how'd your swiss rounds go how'd, how'd harrigan perform um First round was against Hawkeye, the same guy that uh, Bert played. Um, and we actually went to time. We, it was funny because um, we, were, we were playing and playing. They called time, and we're still going, like, round after round. And none of the judges come over, and Tim finally comes, like, walking over. He's getting ready to set the next round. And he's like, is somebody still playing? And we're like, yeah, we're still playing right here. Um, and we went, like, <laughs> back and forth, like, for quite a while. We both had four wounds, and uh, – he ended up getting me with one of his uh, one of the talk guy plots was, and um, so it was, he finally got it. But it was a long, long match. Um, it was good. Good props to him. He had a good deck. Um, played really well. Um, second round was one of uh, Ralph's friends. I think his name was Jesse. He was on Loki, which was a pretty different deck, I guess, Chinese like the plot twists and stuff. But um, he was one of the people I pulled that Devil Slayer trick on and he just died really fast like I don't think he found the plot twists and stuff he wanted to use um then I then then was my uh, epic game versus Ashley um actually I, I've actually come up with an idea and I, this is a little side segue but I think I'm going to create a an award that I'm going to call the golden blammo award that is for whoever gets the worst bad beat in like a major tournament because <laughs> Ashley got the worst bad beat. Anybody could have gotten that whole, whole event because she was playing Falconer and my first round was, um, she'd actually gone first. I went second and my first turn was green resource below. Um, my uh, the break breaks the fourth wall to create my me token as a five eight, and oh my then God. my makes my gets make it a nine twelve, and then it attacked into Falconer as a ten uh, thirteen. <laughs> and <laughs> 10, 13, seriously, I could have sat back. Yeah, I could have sat back the whole whole rest of the game and done nothing. Just let that token just beat on her. Um, and it was pretty brutal. I felt bad bad for her in a way. I mean, it's just like yeet. <laughs> um uh that was the only time that happened for me all 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 the all the events, but it was it was just like it was a beating. Um but and that was over by like round five. It was just like boom, 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 boom. Um and then I played Keith and he he got a pretty bad beating from my deck too. Um 
He, uh, my, my character just got so big so fast, like with uh, readying and it leveled pretty fast and got tokens. And I think I had the Keith had played uh, solo and I played like Taskmaster and my, my old solo or something. And I, it was just the, the co- tokens counter going on so fast. And he, uh, he played Psylocke, and then once I beat a Psylocke, like he was gonna like I can't even hit your character. My main level, my main character leveled, and he couldn't even team attack and hit me. It was so big. Um, and then he just like he, he only had like four and five drops in his hand, and he died pretty fast. Um, and then I played uh, Hector in his loyal. Um, uh, Black Panther, and that match went on forever and ever. We went to time on that match too. It was like, <laughs> and I knew that was bad for me, but um, it it actually was really, really good fight, really good, good um, good matchup. Uh, I won it. I think uh, it was one of those things again where we both had four wounds, and he got me first. Um, so I I felt like the deck performed really well, except for um having a little bit of a rough time in the early round, in the early part of the game against Hawkeye. Um, it took me a little while to, to, to be able to get going in that match, but it's still, the deck's still hung in there, which I felt good about. Um, I don't think, I have to say something about that deck. It was never out of any game. There's never a point where I felt like totally out of any game, you know, until like it was like over, over. So there was that. Um, what's next on your hit parade list there? Uh, top eight? About your, your top eight? Yeah, get us about top eight. Um, top eight, I had to face um, Robert, unfortunately, in the first round. Um, and uh, he went first. He played solo. And um, this is where, I, I, like, the dinosaur actually came in really handy again because I might make sure I did it and, like, flew it over his... Um, character to take out the solo. Um, he had savage surprised my my dinosaur, and we we talked about this even afterwards. I don't know if that was the right play or not for him. Um, it's kind of hard to guess, um, but we had a couple couple rounds where I played like match, and we were like board wiping each other's boards pretty much. Um, then uh, came the point I played copycat. And match followed it, wiped out his board, and then on uh, his turn he played. Uh, uh, did you play Taskmaster then, Robert, or did you just attack me that turn? You attacked yeah. my match. Yeah, it was right? Taskmaster to copy your match, so I could uh, chop your counters down. Yeah. No, you chopped my cop. You copied my copycat, which is the thing. Well, it copies you- everything, right? I don't really have choice, but yeah, it copies copycat and it copied your match, yeah. Yeah, but then um, so then my copycat was just up, and this this and we that was okay. Then we both played a turn. We both played our chimichangas on each other. I played chimis on me. He played chimis on him. Um, on his turn, we were both getting huge, and uh, this is this was where I think the confusion. And I'm not sure it was played right or not. I'm not a judge, so um. But you attacked my main character with your Taskmaster, saying that my copycat still had, had copied match, 
and was copying it, right? I believe so. so I think yeah. I think it was dead. I, I don't recall exactly. Yeah, and I'm not sure whether that was correct or not. Uh, but anyway, it put the minuses on my character, on my main, and that pretty much um, flipped the game because I was kind of ahead in count, on the counter count until then. And the wounds. I think I had three wounds on you to none at that point. Yeah, I didn't wound you until like turn six or seven. Yeah, and then yeah, it kind of turned the game. Like then he started getting all the wounds, and I, I, but uh, I, I thought we both played well. Um, that was like the only that was the like turning point of that game majorly. So, um, yeah, props. I, I enjoyed playing it. Um, just wish I could have won a spider ham. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, congrats on top eight. This might be my my favorite deck in the top eight because I love Harrigan so. It, it was very versatile. Had answers to most most problems. I could find a, an answer to. Um, in fact, I, I even showed Robert. I looked at my deck like at the end, and like the the power gem was what I needed against him near the end, and uh, it was like the top card. I was like, oh, card. So it was good. All right, well, well, you know, congrats, man, on top eight. Not not bad. All right, so let's talk to the champion now, regional champion, Robert Smallwood. So let me pull up your list here. So you played Black Panther. Um, and I'll run down the list real quick. So this is Illustrated Black Panther, four solo, four falcon, four match, three cane, one Leviathan Demolisher, four Taskmaster, three cloak. I assume that's uh, the resistance cloak? Uh, the hammer cloak. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, the just n- not the uh, no, not the line. crap one from yeah. Defenders. <laughs> uh, one Savage Leviathan, uh, two Domino, and two Iron Man. And then it's four Shock to the System, four Think Again, four Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and four Savage Surprise. Equipment is one Nullifier, one Chimichanga, one Ebony Blade, and one Serpent Crown. And then four Avengers Mansion, four Yellow, and four Wakanda. So, uh, I think we all know that Black Panther was kind of hyped a little bit heading to this event. Why did you? What did you in particular land on this version of Black Panther uh, and uh, kind of b- break your deck down a little bit for us? Why did you land on this? Uh, well, so we had like, I mean, we had a lot of good decks in our tier one pool of stuff we were testing. Uh, like with my group here, we had like, we loved our aggro decks like Spider Woman and Falconer. We thought they were super hyper aggressive. We had, like Crystal. We had our grindier decks like the Mono Panther and stuff. Um, and we just found that like every one of those decks had something they were struggling to deal with. Like, uh, aggro decks could not handle Ripley, couldn't handle Ghost. Uh, we were struggling with like Luke Cage healing. And I was like, well, I don't want to play these decks and just get blown out by, like, a matchup. I was like, and then the control decks, like, Warnoffs and stuff, I was having trouble with, like, Panther. Because the the Wakanda into Nullifier and be able to recur Nullifier, that beats a lot of matchups. And it's mainly, that if I had to sum it up, that'd be why. The Panther has no deck he cannot beat. He has no, like, auto losses. So, like, although he doesn't steamroll everything he plays against, I have game against everything I'm literally sitting across from. Having said that, I mean, like, We'll go into it, but Ralph's matchup with my exact 60 wasn't very favorable. But the the idea was that Panther was just like a super fair. We started with a slower version that ramped to the uh, not to the fatties, and then we started ramping's garbage. Let's just play a little bit of the fatties. And it was like, well, I don't really want these in my deck because it's just dead cards on one through seven. When if you lose board with Panther, the, his ability is not very valuable, and he will just start to eat wounds and die. I mean, uh, it's so we ended up on not cutting all of it. I don't know if people realize it, but the best seven, eight, nine, ten, and 11 drop in that deck is just slamming crown over and over. 
So you don't need to play late game. That's the best part about that deck is it has a one card searchable seven plus turn game plan. So that was, we were able to like just bottom heavy the curve to fight for board. Uh, and the Savage Surprise is probably the only reason it could hang with Snowball decks. And that's probably why it did so good that day. Uh, with Savage Surprise. I think a lot of my games came out of, my God, Savage Surprise blew them out. Because everyone was just trying to high roll counters. That's what everyone was trying to do. It's like, that's most of the game, most of the format. And we didn't have access to, like, Strange's Transmutation or, like, Sokovia Cords or anything. So, most efficient answer was just to trade with their dudes. So, basically, on Panther, because he just had game against everything. And Wakanda is just super broken. And being able to tutor out the uh, Blade in the Mirror or the uh, the Serpent Crown, the late game to beat the Eternals, he was just he was just solid. I didn't feel like he was blowing anyone out though. He was just super solid. I feel like I bet on myself to try to outplay my opponents or maybe just play a more consistent deck overall. Sure. So so you don't think that he's like leagues and leagues of? You don't think he's like tier zero in the format? No, I think if you play that tournament like f- five times, I don't even think Panther wins twice. Uh, just like how it just how the top eight rolled out, how the Swiss rounds rolled out. Uh, he, I will say, he degenerately pushes ranged main characters out of the game. That's what he does for that format. Ranged MCs are basically not playable. Uh, it just it's just a super hard sell. Uh, we'll go into it, but I end up playing like Hawkeye round two, and it just felt like the dirtiest matchup I've ever played. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So uh, so tell us about your Swiss rounds then. All right. So round one, I play against my teammate Aaron, playing MCU Panther. Um, pretty much just goes as you expect the mcu cards are just lower quality he plays he goes turn one killian and a lot of this comes on to build i hate to generalize matchups and be like oh this is just like a buy but it's the truth is if you're playing savage sprites in panther that the entire mcu is bearable because they only have counter snowball that's their entire card pool so like he goes killian turn one i'm a seven six coming in and i'm like you know if i don't have savage Prize, i probably already lost the game but i did so i traded kill the ant-man or killed the uh, killing in the back row. And I'm like, this, the game immediately felt like he was just so behind. He, you know, he blew two cards. They're already gone. He opened, he went first. So he had five hit cards in hand. And it just kind of went there from there. Just attrition him out. He leveled late. Uh, nullifies ability. Snipe his dude out over and over. Uh, we did a lot of testing. I mean, he knew that the quality of that Panther deck versus ours wasn't really a good matchup. But uh, he wanted to play MCU, so... Uh, nothing wrong with that but that matchup was basically came out of savage prize being in the list and that's why there's four and if people weren't playing it it's that or unwavering you have to have something like that it was mandatory it, we lost so many games in testing with panther before we added that card like spider woman was a glaring problem until we played that card so but not a tangent round two was hawkeye i like i don't know the guy cool dude i just felt bad i'm just sitting across from a five two with range i'm like this just feels horrible for you i, I don't know what to say <laughs> turn one i don't need to play a dude i just come in he doesn't have a play. I'm like, all right, so that's an easy wound. He can not he can attack for XP, but he can't strike me. All of his deck is ranged to get XP. So like he like for <laughs> I don't think he played a guy that could strike me until like round like turn four or five. So I mean that game goes as you expected. I put four wounds on him when I had none. And then he kinda tried to stabilize board. He played like Poncho Minigun. That was pretty cute cheeky play. And long story short, I mean just the the quiver didn't carry enough to be playing a five two with rage the first four turns. And uh, he unfortunately couldn't handle the Panther. Uh, round three was Hector. This game, I think Tim took a picture in Post and Collective. This was like a 12-turn, like, hour game. We were in time with Tide Wounds for, like, 20 minutes. Me against Mono Panther. I'll tell you now, the Mono Panther deck is horrendous matchup for non-Mono Panther because he has so much value 
and like where like he has bad cards, he just opts not to play them. Like he's like, ah, oh, well, my three drops and four drops and five drops aren't that good, so he just plays like a skeleton crew of them, and he drags you to this late game where he's playing every freaking eternal in the game. Uh, we had a really long game. It was really grindy, and I ended up like serpent crowning his like Hyperion, having a double solo trigger because Taskmaster. And once you have the biggest thing on the board in that matchup, you're in good shape because he doesn't have access to anything non-mono, and he didn't have any more Doctor Stranges to flip my counters down. So his stolen hype man just kind of was the biggest thing on the board for like eight turns while he stalled me out, and I gassed him out of cards, and then finally took the win. I mean, it was mega long. That was a hell of a grindy game. Uh, props to Hector on playing the Mono Panther. He played Titan well, and that deck was actually pretty sweet. I liked how he just didn't play like what I would call the trap cards of the Mono Panther list, which is like Black Widow, Peggy, like all that crap. Just don't play it. Just I'd rather you not play a card than have that shit in your hand because it doesn't do anything at all. It's so bad. You just and then your hand's empty because you played a bunch of piece of crap Avengers. Like it doesn't matter if you flip, you can flip later. Just drag the game out with card quality. Play your Eternals, play your plus three, plus threes, play your stand togethers, and you'll be fine. And I think he was doing that, and that was the correct way to play that mono version. I liked it a lot. Uh, and that was another easy, not easy win, but a hard fought win on the round three. I played three people in the top eight and five rounds of Swiss, by the way. So it wasn't like an easy day, all right? Round four was Joe playing the strange list to help him tune. Uh, the matchup goes either way. Uh, if you can hold him off leveling, and you can snowball your counters, he loses. If you snowball your counters and he draws, if he like high rolls you with the flip, it's like unwinnable. Because our version yep. of Panther, his late game is a little light. So like, if he can stabilize the board, our board pressure kind of goes away because most of our board pressure comes from counters, like most decks. We weren't playing like the Gilgamesh top end or anything. So when you go to late game against Strange, it's not where you want to be, not with our version. Uh, so I, I took second. So I sniped him out. I, mean, I felt dirty, but, like, it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? He got played away. <laughs> I mean, we were laughing about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take second. I won the die roll here. So I take second. He goes first, has no one drop. I'm like, oh, cool. So he didn't have he didn't have the wasp that we were playing for this very reason, so you had a way to stop a wound. And then I opened the falcon, and he, like, tries to pump out with a plus three, and I had the first mightiest. So, like, he took a wound, so he didn't get an XP on one, and he didn't get an XP when he drew for turn. And the game kind of, like, was over at that point. That's all Strange needs to lose is go in the back foot on turns like one to two. Uh, his weakness was hyper aggro, and that's why I didn't play it. Uh, but props to him because there wasn't that many of those in the room. It was actually a really good strategy take. Uh, we, well, I couldn't beat like Falconer, and I couldn't beat Spider Woman playing that deck, so I didn't want to play it because I felt like those decks would, should be there. We knew Ashley was going to play Falconer, so I was like, well, you're already going into it with an 0-1 matchup. The combi stick on one is so bad for Strange, long story short. And I felt like that was – I felt like he was a top three MC, but I guess he, people didn't really seem to get on him as much. Yeah, I feel like Strange is a really strong meta call since, like, a lot of these aggressive decks, like it, like you said, it just boils down to, like, slamming down plus one counters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. it's just a really strong, like, counter meta call. Yeah, he's fantastic. And with, with the Clea, his, like, consistency in leveling is so insane now with Sharon and Clea. He always soft flips by two or three. Yeah. You're hard mauling for, like, your – 16 cards that draw you cards and every defensive trick essentially draws you a card uh it's nah the deck was great in testing it was it struggled with the serpent crown looping and that's like why I, it, the panther matchup's a little weird sometimes if you're playing a grindier version looping crown against his strange is very hard to beat as strange because because your deck's so bottom heavy on trying not to get stunned your top end's kind of like a skeleton crew of cards 
right? You only have a couple Gilgamesh, a little bit, a couple sevens, mostly six down to not die because he has a hard five health with no healing. Uh, so like the crown looping is Gilgamesh. It, it's it's like it's just those testing games were very difficult. To, you had to play Strange flawlessly in the Panther matchup. But I will say it's it is a great medical because this game is so counter centric that Strange is that's how he stays relevant for so long. And uh, me and Joe had a great game where he just kind of started back foot. He did end up flipping and flipping my counters on turn when he had four wounds, and I could not draw Wakanda for the life of me. Even I play four, and he like nullified my Panther to not be able to recur match because match was just like bodying his dude that card is so brutal for strange uh and so like for he actually stabilized and got me to four wounds and he was i played domino and for a turn i had a game if the domino won the flip obviously it doesn't so then i go to four wounds we're evened up the next turn i'm like all right i got one more shot i'm gonna die to your he had a 24 24 gilgamesh because he i had cloak out he played it and he transmuted the counters all right (laughs) Don't play Cloak and Strange, pro tip there. Um, that's why he was playing in his deck, too. You use it as a combo to, like, transmute your guy. Essentially, like, doing the Mr. Hyde play, we were doing a Big Apple, but using Cloak to do it. That was a pretty cheeky play. They made the deck over the top. It was like Cloak Iron Man, flip the counters, whatever. So, anyway, he uh, he has the Gilgamesh in the front row, body blocking his guy, and he's got an Iron Man. It took me going Domino into Gilgamesh. If I win the flip, I can win. I did win the flip. And then match with the Chimichangas to strike down his Iron Man and then attack with two different exactly sevens, hoping he didn't have two pumps. It was a crazy win where, like, it just could have went either way, but I ended up stealing that one. Uh, and then round five was against Burt. And before I prefix this, his our exact 60 against Burt was horrendous. Uh, so right before we left, Ralph. real quick side thing. <laughs> Ralph, not Burt. Sorry, uh, Ralph. Sorry. <laughs> Ralph, no, I wasn't bragging to play, bro. I want to play. We got to rebuild for that. We got to match that yeah, up. Man. Yeah. But uh, I play against Ralph. And before we leave the tournament, I, I'm looking at the table and I'm like, Drew, we got to figure out what two cards to play in these two slots. Because we were playing copycat. And I said, I don't like this card. It's nothing against Scott's build. I, I, It's great when you're ahead. I don't like it when you're behind because you don't have a board and you have to drop it with something else to be good. And like I, Panther sometimes was behind. And I wanted every card in my deck to be good at all facets of the game. Call it like a player preference. Copycat's a great card. I didn't like it in Panther. So we're looking at the table. I'm like, I need two cards, man. So I have on the table five cards. It's Kobik, uh, Kobik the Good Book, Ebony Blade, Savage Leviathan. And I'm like, I, I got to pick two of these four because Drew's pool of five was the me token. Well, mine's a three one. So I asked that from my pool of cards. Uh, and I was like, all right, I got to pick two of these cards to bring today. What do I want to bring? I'm like, well, I don't want to not get to something. Let me take Savage Life. And, and I was like, all right, uh, Ebony Blade for the Mirror, right? Yeah, it's probably the most expected deck. If I would have just grabbed the good book. <laughs> <laughs> the, the book of Ashanti. So I mean, good. it's just the thing. People generalize matchups a lot, but it's, it really is a lot of build and preference. If we're playing book and the amount of Wakandas are playing, that Red Skull matchup might turn into like a 90% win. Because he has to search up three one-ofs with almost no baitable twist to pull the Book of Ashanti negation away. Uh, and it's like, I'm like, yeah, I was like, I didn't expect any deck that I would need this book against. It's not that great in any kind of board ground fighting game because they just clear the book with like a stun back and you feel like you just wasted two points. It's only good against combo. And I was like, I didn't really think any combos was coming, but props to them. I actually didn't know about that uh, photo oh, deck really? at all. Yeah, because like I don't, we didn't test photo at all yet whatsoever and i actually hadn't even seen that i mean he, he explained to me i'm like oh, i get it but i actually hadn't seen it in practice 
Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, having said that, so I took or lost to Ralph for his ability to not get struck by uh, basically my entire deck because I don't play four drops really. Uh, it's just a really particular uh, build issue where uh, I couldn't pressure him. So like for five, then when I finally could on turn like four up, he was had like the last of us to skip a wound. Then I would wound him, he would scully. He had a ton of time. The matchup was unwinnable in the current 60 I had. Uh, Drew played him in Swiss, and I saw that Drew nullified the ability of his level one, and then Drew lost the game. So I nullified this win condition, and then I played Cloak. Well, because of random Super Awesome Games hating me, both of his combo pieces have higher defense than attack. <laughs> so Mulder and Malekith have, they come in as like O1s and O2s just enough to stay alive and do the stupid combo. <laughs> I'm like, man, if only their stats were even, <laughs> this cloak would have done anything. I will say cloak on the day though. When you're ahead, oh my God. Cloak yeah. No. Cloak was just completely stupid. But uh, anyway, so I took that loss to Ralph. It was not close and it wouldn't have been close. I won't even disagree if I played, if either me or him played him in top, me or Drew played Ralph in top eight, we would not have won that game. Uh, it took his deck hitting a fail rate. So props to Ralph on his cool deck. Um, I don't know if it's going to be as good in midwinter, but we'll see what happens. Uh, and that was my Swiss rounds and it was kind of long. But uh, so it was like 4 1. I top seeded. And then I had to go into top eight playing against the man Scotty. And that, that Savage Prize play I want to talk about a little bit. That was terrible. So turn one, he goes Dinosaur, yellow, right? So his dinosaurs, or maybe he didn't yellow. It was huge. I know he maybe he didn't yellow, but it was a freaking white mix right. It definitely happened. That thing was like a seven bajillion with a 5D or something. So he did crack in and I Savage Prize it. And for the rest of the game, I couldn't get rid of Harrigan's two counters. And he was the biggest thing on the board for like seven turns. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, at if three, I only savage prize, prize, yeah, if I can, and then I, like, I just, I'd never actually played against Harrigan, like, as, you know, we're a big team, but we don't play every deck, I mean, so I'm like, oh my god, this guy's just getting out of control, and then he leveled, I'm like, this dude's like a 13 butt, I was like, I just had to change my game plan, I'm like, alright, we're no longer racing, I, I have to, I'm basically trying to grind him out of cards at this point, I aim for supports, I'm trying to wall up front protecting Panther, I'm recurring think-agains, which get a lot worse once he levels, by the way. So that's you know, it's kind of a weird matchup. It could have went either way. I'm not gonna lie to you. If I played that matchup, I don't know, five times, it, it would be a two-two, and I couldn't even guess the other win. So it was his deck high rolls yeah. really hard, and my deck doesn't have like a counter out like that. I we played, we bet on match and Savage Prize solving our problem, and we talked about it afterward. If he would have hit Gargoyle, I don't think I win that game. Uh, he just yeah. unfortunately he didn't. Gargoyle's really hard for me to deal with because I can't get out of it and match only can like stabilize it it doesn't kill him so uh it that game just it was a tight game and it was the best of one it, it really could have went either way i got to open i was able to drop the guy and get the counter and that, that could have been everything i really do like uh, me and scott's game was like when hyper aggro plays hyper aggro you just the, the high roller is going to win that's how it works yeah and um, although my deck wasn't had some late game it was mostly down to the ground as was uh scott's well we yeah we were both out of cards because like you said the uh, the problem with your thing you like you were getting back the thinks think agains and that that allowed you to grind me out a little farther but you were still getting that second attack coming at you and I was like Bam, you know you were like okay I I stop one of them and then you know you take the wound on the second one so it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like you you're you're in a way, he kind of nerfed your your ability, like your strongest part of your ability, because you were running out of your yellows. Yep. In the same way, you were like you weren't able to Wakanda because you were like, I need my plot twister. I'm gonna die. You know. 
So I yeah, he's not wrong. It was like I kept him. I think I used think against to keep him from flipping, and after that, he basically did. It, it nullifies my yellow ability once he's flipped because he gives him two attacks on me. Uh, we had a lot of matches back and forth, stabilizing. Obviously, his was not as good as mine because he can't strike my do with it. But it was yeah. really close. I at one point I we just I got him so low in cards as was I that I said all right now I have to go for this. I was basically holding back the search for chimichanga play. Because I needed to stick. The Chimmies had to stick because his dude had like a 13 butt. And I had like – the only way I was going to stun him was either Domino or making my dude bigger. Yeah. Like, All right, I'm going to drop these Changas, and I hope he does not have an out. And he didn't have an out in his few cards. Luckily, he didn't top deck an out or anything. And the Chimmies stuck uh, for a couple turns. We were warring. We both had Chimmies and were unstunned for a couple turns. It was a weird game. Yeah. Where we counters, I would match his down. Uh, but his butt was too big, but he didn't have an attack, and he had to pass – Long story short, it was the Chimmy War, and then I finally uh, was able to get it because I could match his dude uh, using, I think, Taskmaster when he had the match, and then vice versa. Yeah, that that, that Power Gem just showed up one turn too yeah. short. The Power yeah. Gem would have been brutal, and the, like I said, if he would have might make sure to gargoyle, or went first, it, it could have it easily just been a loss. I, the Panther yeah. next one-two finish is so misleading on the power level of that deck. I, we had so many tight games. I mean, Drew's top eight game with like Hector was like the longest game I've ever seen. The board state was bananas. I mean, so you know, it's, it could have went so really many different long, ways. I had a really long game with Hector too, and I I, I remembered it came down to um, I was gonna win. I thought I had it. He was like. I, he was kind of in the same boat you were, like top decking for cards, mm -hmm. you know, because he was doing like, oh my god, I'm using my think agains, like, you know, you run out of them against Harrigan, unfortunately, or fortunately, <laughs> and um, he actually top decked the the Doctor Strange because I I'd slow played my counters at one point to see if he had them, and he didn't play the Doctor Strange out, and I'm like, oh, he would have played it if he had it in his hand that turn. So then I went like whole hog with the chimmies, and he actually top decked it. He told me I was like, "Oh, <laughs> top deck for the win." Jer did uh, the same thing actually. He said that he gassed him out of two stranges and then played chimmies, and that was his win con. But it actually worked on his side because he yeah. didn't draw the third strange. But those attrition battles when you know list, man, the 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 player skill comes into it a lot, and that was we'll say. Yeah. But that was uh the top eight was Scott. That was my tightest game for sure. Uh, round top four. I wish I could say it was. Like uh, some hard fought battle, but Joe, my teammate, wasn't going to go to Gen Con. And he just, we split the top four of cash. So all we were playing for was playmat and buy. And he just conceded. He's like, I don't want to black hole the buys. I'd feel bad. I said, Well, we could play. I, I felt favorable. I helped him build his deck. And like, I, we've played that matchup. It's pretty favorable to Panther unless he high rolls. So I was like, well, We can play if you want to play. I'm not going to be mad about it. And he said, no, I'd rather just concede. The money was good enough. And he got he got the big card of his choice. Because I told him I'll use my pick for him. So he got his Psylocke, the giant Psylocke for Joe. Oh. So I, unfortunately, I wish I could say it was some great game. But no, I got a freebie there. Drew played against like Keith, and that game was a wallop. Uh, and then, So it's me and Drew playing 59-card decks similarities. He's playing the Me Token. I'm playing uh, Savage Leviathan. <laughs> uh <laughs> We like, we're, I was like, do you want to play? And he's like, I... so we're both just so, it was about seven o'clock. We have a two hour drive home. And, you know, he's saying like best of three. I'm like, well, we play best of three. We're going to, this is going to be two hours. I mean, we're both pretty meticulous in untimed games because you don't have the pressure to rush your plays to make a misplay. And uh, he was like, I was like, well, Tim's like, you got to play at least one. I'm like, all right, let's just play. Um, Drew was under the, he wanted to just concede and go home. I said, no, 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 that's dumb. I don't like, let's just, let's just play a game. It's fine. So I go first, slam, solo, 
or Falcon, team attack, he Earth's Mightiest, Iris Mightiest back. Uh, we're just playing a normal game. He whiffs pretty much just back and forth. He can't ever clear my counters. Turn four was a hard-casted top-deck Chimichangas. That's so hard for our deck to deal with, a guy who's giant early. We only have a couple outs to counters. One of them's match. Obviously, it doesn't work. And the other one is uh, Savage Prize. I was too big for that, and I knew to play around it. So the Chimichanga stuck. I had 16 counters, and he just scooped up his cards. Uh, it's props to just drawing the best card in your deck in the matchup. Uh, and he didn't open Savage Prize. So it's just real meticulous. Like, it's, again, like it's just, you play that matchup 10 times, it could have went either way every time. Hyper aggro games are so weird. Uh, the mirror is very odd too, but uh, that's the top four and finals weren't too exciting. But that's just how it went. You know, my top big game with Scott, like I said, was like the best game on the day. I had a good time with it. Yeah, uh, it was a good game. Was, the top, it, it was like perfect storm. Like Ralph paired up against Keith, and I'm thinking to myself, if Keith's mono, he's got this. I needed Ralph to get bumped out by someone other than us, our Panther decks, because we weren't going to beat him. And I was like, all right, if he pairs against Joe, he can he can wreck him with the mind gen. That's we put that in for that reason to beat combo and control, and that's how Joe beat him in Swiss. And uh, so I was like, all right, we'll see how this goes. He played against Key Top 8, and his deck just hit this fail rate, which I guess, like, I didn't know it existed because he was doing so well in Swiss that he literally played, like, a 20-turn game where he couldn't win. He could not draw one of. Didn't have enough search. Uh, and just got bodied by a turn right Wolverine for, like, 15 turns. Uh, it was such a weird game to watch, and Ralph was pretty tilted because his deck was just kind of shitting on himself. So props to him on that list. And like if if he plays that matchup again and wins that this whole top base shakes differently. So uh, it was. Don't look at the results and assume Panthers the steamroller. It was definitely not the case on the day. That is for sure. But it was a really fun event and uh, rambling. But are you good? The top. No, I think. I think you can look at that top eight and say anybody had a chance to win based on absolutely the not even hell yeah chance. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I sat down next to Bert, saw I was a table away from Bert round one, saw the cap, and I'm like making fun of him. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, do you just hate winning? <laughs> right? And I'm, just, I'm like, Bert, just play tier one. Like, come on, man. You're better than this. And then I'll give him credit. I was also even one of those people that just said, like, cap's garbage. <laughs> and then I saw the Hyrule games. I'm like, this dude is beefy. I, I'm I, a visionary, man. I, I see the things. I'm like, I'll give this him credit. Guy's yoked. <laughs> I'm all about giving credit to decks that because even though we're a big team and we do pretty well, we're not going to catch everything. And like the Red Skull thing, we that just comes from a glaring lack of photo testing we did because we just mm -hmm. I hated them in five health. And mm -hmm. uh, I the Bert like to counter that guy like in our version, our actual version of Panther, I don't think we beat that deck if he high rolls. He like our our counter outs are kind of slow and not that great. And if he's got like ten attack, like he's talking about all his features, I he probably runs us over too. You know, I mean, the, oh, I didn't like the, I mean, Bert landed on the same thing I did with the photo. I said to my teammates, I said, look, if you're playing photo five health, it has to be fast because your late game's garbage. It's literally yep. trash. It stops at Red Skull. You can't beat the Eternals. You don't have great cards. Like we are on the same boat with sweet. If you're playing aggro, your best seven up game is just playing sweet every turn. Yep. Um, and that's, that's kind of how, like, that's how. Aaron landed on his Panther list. Was like, well, yeah, we're, I'm going to punch you in the mouth and hope he gets there. I'm like, that's fine. It's perfectly acceptable. It's the only way you can actually play that format. So, but props to them. MCU finding out the Red Skull deck is also another way to go. But Bert was in the same boat. It's like, I'm just going to turn right and go hard because that's like you don't want to get drugged to a game where they're playing Gilgamesh and you're looking at like a Fenris and crap ass cards in your deck. Like, <laughs> no, come on, those cards are terrible. Yeah, Master so, and Willow and Vision. Vision was yeah. so bad. I mean, Willow's pretty sweet. I will say Aaron was on a Willow. I think it's like two copies of Willow because he's on blue. She's got some cool game, but it's like when you play a 5-9 in a format where people are playing like Hype Mans and Gilgameshes, 
it doesn't matter what bad. she does. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what she does. Unless you're playing like the Scooby D's twist or something, which we weren't. Uh, but so I that, that is how you got to play them, man. That is really how you have to play them. And uh, props to Bird on doing this high roll thing. I watched Ashley got high rolled like twice that tournament, and she's <laughs> got she literally got knocked out by dudes being like ten. And that was the reason we didn't play Falconer. It was like <laughs> when you play against a deck with one combat trick and it's shock, it's so easy to attack them and like play around their cards because they have no interaction. Yeah. If you ever got bigger than a, a stealth camo Falconer, her whole deck fell apart. Yeah. And that's that's actually what happened twice. So. Yeah. Ooh, man. It was really fun. A lot of fire decks, and that top eight shook out so oddly different. I definitely should have just like lost at any point. So. I wish I didn't get black holed by Joe. I feel like I could have went just a little bit further because I really I really wanted to play against Ralph again. I really wanted the the photo rematch because I had I had a half a turn on him, but he stole it with healing. And then he comboed right after, but I feel like that game could have went a lot different. And I wish I had gotten the rematch. But top eight was pretty hot, man. I, I I'm proud of all of those decks up there. Like they they were all banging. Like some of the best players in this area came out and just did their thing, you know? Yeah, I I, I wish I could say like we just broke the meta with the deck, but it's not. We just we played the most fair deck that had a game against everything, and I, I managed to dodge high rolls in top eight, which is what we knew we had to do to win. Mm -hmm. We weren't a high roll deck. We were the fair. We have a game every everywhere. We have a chance every game. Like, it was just interesting. Like, Spider Woman was doing that in testing. So that's how that kind of happened. Spider Woman would high roll. She'd go turn one, plus two, plus two counters, Madam Web solo or something. You're like, how big you? Like a 39 or something? <laughs> she was <laughs> stupid. But once we put Savage Prize in the deck, and we just, I was like, man, all right, we can beat these high roll decks, man. As long as they don't open some very stupid amount of counters, Savage Surprise is going to get us there. It did. I will say on the day, that card is underrated. Uh, and it was very strong. So. so Someone should have come with like Spider Woman with four best offense or something. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, the thing is, you just can't play around Savage Prize. They just get you if they have it, you know? Yeah, and those aggro decks, they just like, oh, you had it. And that's what happened a lot of the day. I was like, man, I'm, thank God I am this lucky to have this card. We ended up upping it to four because of how crucial it was. Like, it's like Ralph, I would have needed two to stun back his dudes. He had like 30 counters on him. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, Bert. Bert had like 30 counters on all his guys. <laughs> Every game I look over, I was like, how many counters does that guy have? Like, I didn't know Solo was in the MCU. Yeah. And then, like, and now I was just like, I didn't know that guy had two blue, two triggers on his ability. <laughs> I thought it was one. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. He's, he's haymaker in people. I mean, he, <laughs> when his deck low rolled, he took some L's or he got high rolled. But other times, it was the opposite way. Definitely looked like a fun deck to play. It was super he, fun, man. Yeah, he was beating them <laughs> up and doing some musical dances and stuff. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Especially the yeah, once the light bulb turned on and, and sweet got slotted in, like the eternal match just felt like a joke. Like you controlled the game most of the game and then when they would throw down hype man, you just okay, cool, I'm gonna draw my two, I'm gonna put it sweet and yeah. I'm gonna swing in big time and you better have all of the blocks, otherwise you just lose. And most of the time they don't have it, so <laughs> Oh man. I will say on that, uh if you look at our list there. And you see, like, the Wakanda toolbox there. <laughs> I didn't cast that Ebony Blade one time. So if you're ever playing, if you think you're building it for the mirror, just don't play that card. Holy crap. Like, I just didn't even cast the card. Even in the mirror, you don't have time to spend a point in a Wakanda in yellow. And he, then he gets think again, and you're just, you fucking hate yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, I, I Man, that good book was bothering me. A whole way back, I'm like, man, why didn't I just grab that good book? 
I was like, I wouldn't have been scared of that Ralph matchup anymore. But good book, so we bad, got lucky man. that he got. I'm not gonna lie, he probably should have won. You know, that deck was sweet, or he would have at least made it to the top four, four or whatever if he beat Keith. Yeah, and he would have played against Drew, which is my deck or our deck or whatever. And that's a buy for him. And then in the finals, he would have played me, a buy for him. Like Ralph probably would have just literally won the whole tournament. So props to his deck yeah. on Brick City. Thank God. <laughs> he came to Jersey last time and he won. He stole the home trophy from us. I lost in top four to Thor with my Phoenix deck and his had healing and he did not. He beat that deck in the finals. And then this time is the opposite. I came into his house because Cedar Grove is like right by him and said to, had to, yeah, he got dumpstered a little bit. Variants exist. In best of ones in top eight, there was a lot of variants. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, yep. let's talk about some analytics because um, we talked about this last week, most played cards and whatnot, what we thought would be most placed cards. And uh, this guy on the collective, Giuseppe Frada. Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Uh, anyway, he's got this great site now called All Things Versus System. He's got all kinds of good stuff on here. I'll link this down below. But he, like, broke down the analytics of cards and everybody's decks and stuff. Uh, so uh, I wanted to go over the most common cards in top eight decks. So number one was Yellow Locations, Academy and Arigas, um, and then Solo, Shock to the System, Kane, Wakanda, Taskmaster, then Match, Falcon, Avengers Mansion, Think Again, I'm noticing a pattern, uh, Domino, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Cloak, and Iron Man. Um, so obviously with three Black Panther in the top cut, this is like really swayed towards Avengers cards, but uh, mm -hmm. do you guys see any commonly played card that's surprising to you? Uh, no. I'd like to point out that Domino, like, you guys playing Domino, I don't know how you do it, man, because for me, she's just a 5'8 with a gun. So, shout out to anybody who, who rigged their quarter to always get ahead, because <laughs> it, she just doesn't do it for me, man. Yeah, I failed every Domino overall I, 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 I made that weekend. It's every time I, I played her, I failed. <laughs> like, I, towards the end of the format, I was like, I'm not playing this card anymore, I'm going Mr. X. He's like a mini Kobic that can fight. He's like a mini Ego. He, No, I'm just not playing Domino anymore. <laughs> oh, man. For us, it was just a lack of options. I had two Doctor Strange 5-drop. This is a non-mono deck, by the way. So that card right. was trash. We had two Doctor Strange. I brought him with me in the car. I'm like, I got a two-hour car ride. I'm going to figure this out. And it was between the dominoes were just so bad that I was like, I really wanted to cut them for another counter out. And uh, I didn't. Because, you know, 50% of the time, she's the best card on five. Uh, that's basically what it was. I did not have a great day either with her, but she was a reason where a couple situations I probably shouldn't have got out of. Uh, I did. So I don't. I think that card is uh, it's playable. I'm agree. I'm, I'm, I'm with Burnless, and though. It's most of the time just a 5-8 with a con. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, like, for the future or whatever, like, Mr. X is no joke, man. Absolutely mm -hmm. baller. Especially yeah. if you have him set up with a solo, like imagine that a seven ten that they like they have to shock him. You can't unwavering, you can't find cover, you can't super sense. Like he's going to connect, and he just he just rocked our world in testing compared to Domino man. Because like Domino's cool and she opens up like the resistance long term planning or sacred ground or whatever, but like she's not even close. Especially when you low when you hit low side of her and you're always getting tails like. Mr. X was just way better, man. Yep, you're very good. I will say, if you look at that list of uh, stats and you take the Avengers cards out, 
those are all cards we mentioned on the podcast. If you want to win tournaments, you're at the right place. That's all right, true. we we <laughs> brought up every one of those drops. Those drops are bombs, and there's a reason they're in the like solos. Just the dumbest one drop, even in every format he's in. So. Yeah. Like I mean, this just matches completely insane. Match is so good, even in a field where you expect for a quarter of the room to be immune to range, he's still the best two drop. I mean, that that doesn't say anything. Not much does. Uh, every non Panther matchup matches the best two drop in the game. It's not close. Absolutely, that card's incredible. Uh, so let's uh, now that we've gotten through the the whole event and whatnot, congrats to everyone who made top eight. Uh, so. Life's Too Short format is essentially over. Uh, goes to the end of the month, but we don't have any more majors. What are your guys' final thoughts on the format now that you got to play in the regional and whatnot? I know Bert has been not a super big fan of the format uh, through most of it, but what are your guys' final thoughts? Do you, you want to start, Bert? Yeah, I'll start. Um, I, I think I can admit that I was wrong. I was just convinced that everybody was playing, oh, watch me play these four mantises, and I'm going to play the ramp, and I'm going to play the hype man to Gilgamesh, and you better have answers. Um, that was not a hundred percent, not what I saw at this tournament. And I'm really glad for that. Um, closing thoughts. I want to say that photo came and, and, and definitely showed that it could do something. Um, man, sweet, man. That's gotta be like the best photo card ever. I, I, it's hard to believe that anything else even comes. Maybe Maria Hill, Maria Hill is pretty busted in certain turns, but. Just photo came and did its thing. Everybody came and played great cards. Task, I saw Taskmaster do some grimy things uh, at oh, the tournament God. as well. <laughs> Taskmaster, I, I still don't understand how he can look at a whole board and take all their stuff. I've always believed he should be copying one person at a time, but that's a whole nother story. That card might just be keyword stat-wise, the best three we've ever seen and we'll probably ever see in Illustrated. It's just, it does too much, man. <laughs> Can't disagree. Woo-wee! I'm seeing, oh, he did some grimy, like, a solo on my side, a solo on your side, and Taskmaster? Okay, cool. Let's go to work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah. But yeah, um, I loved the decks I saw. I loved all of the decks I saw. I loved all the decks I played. Um, and yeah, I hope, I hope photo can be half as good as this one was on the tournament side because testing side it looks scary as hell I'm not going to lie <laughs> oh man uh, Scott final thoughts on life's too short um kind of like what we said last week is it was going to come down to more of the uh, four character suite um, was going to be pretty much the same in a lot of the decks and I think it was I think you saw large like Giuseppe's uh breakdown kind of, at least in the top eight kind of showed that a lot of the characters were using the same um same sport characters so that's something i would like to see become a little broader in in tournaments i like to see uh us be able to get into a broader range of support characters um there was a nice broad range of mains but I think we're still a little stuck on certain supports and um, I don't know how we get out of that, but that would be my one, one thing as far as that was concerned. Um, but as far as like the actual event and playing it, had a great time. Um, had a great time hanging out with everybody. And uh, that part of it was pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, just 
small tangent here. I think Singularity Format was them trying to break us out of that, playing the same cards every time. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I agree. Uh, small, what's your uh, your closing thoughts on Life's Too Short? Uh, I I have to agree, and I, like I hate to just reiterate what people already say, but the I think the appeal of the format, I love the format, the MC diversity, the SCs are a little narrow, but there's still a decent variety for it to feel fun. But I will say, I think the appeal and and the greatness of the format would drastically fall off if we had did another event. Uh, after you establish a meta and these like same two, three dudes at every drop in almost every deck, I don't think I would want to do more of that. There's no like cards you can play or bullets you can play to answer how good these cards are. And to what Bert was saying, we played Taskmaster in deck where he couldn't team attack with anybody. He's a three six who did nothing, and it was the best card in my deck. <laughs> I, it, it, the things he did were completely ridiculous, especially with against the MCU decks. Oh my god. Uh, oh, one of the games I got killmongered, and so I killmongered his dude. And his dude was Black Panther. So, like, it, it took his ability. <laughs> so yeah. he could then be struck. And I'm like, this is. And, I'm, and then I left his dude there, and he tried to crash in. And I think again, I'm like, you're literally killmongered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, it's just such. A, the card is so dumb. Uh, against uh, Scott double trigger on solo you know that was the floor for taskmaster was at worst he would like just give you a solo at because worst. everybody oh. was playing solo yep. <laughs> we went back and forth on that though oh definitely no he definitely didn't run the game i played i stalled that mono panther list out for 10 turns by playing a front road taskmaster saying gilgamesh over and over and it kept coming back to the hand like <laughs> i mean he, he had flight and like he kept not being able to get through it with more than one attacker. I mean, I literally just sat there for ten turns waiting to find a way to win. Uh, it was just crazy how broken that card was in the day. Easily the best card. Round one, I get my extended art run. I look to the right of me, and I'm like, Joe was playing his strange. I'm like, just let me have it. Come on. Like I'm playing this card. It's in my hand right now. <laughs> so he gives me his. I look over at Bert, and Bert's like, all right. <laughs> so round one, I had four extended art like Taskmasters, and I drew like all four in that game. I was like. So the best card in my deck was extended art, and it was a pretty cool day. But as far as the format goes, uh, it was it, the, the appeal I think is washed off. One event for me is done. But that's what these formats are supposed to do: is keep these like undiscovered metas and the openness and the entertainment there, keep the testing alive. I wouldn't want to do six months of life is too short. I wouldn't want to do six months of any format they've given us so far. But what it was was great, and the diversity was. I think the that's like the ceiling for diversity. It was thirteen to sixteen mains were different. And if me and Drew didn't land on Panther, what was there going to be? One Black Panther deck there? Uh, so it, it's definitely not. For diversity, which is what you want, the MC's pool was great. SC's were narrow because one health SC's, the floor is very, like the ceiling's high because of solo and stuff. But I think a format's great. I think it's, if they do more like this, I'd be happy. I don't like the gimmick ones. I don't want to see, I don't want to play Life is Too Long. I don't want to play Singularity. Uh, photo only, we're forced to, but hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> but, but no, I think it was great. I actually think it was a fantastic format, and they they hit. It might have been the second best besides Big Apple. It might even have been better in terms of diversity. Yeah. I think I like the tournament side of Five Life more than Big Apple. Yeah, in terms of diversity, um, I think it's probably yeah. the best we've seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The thing with Big Apple is that you had like two loyal teams that were ginormous, right? So, they like, were stacked yeah. as hell. <laughs> So you couldn't play other teams. <laughs> Granted, but those two teams didn't win the tournament, so it's a little bit of a, a little hogwash there. But I, I yeah. get what you're saying. Defenders were stupid. You know, they, they were a giant team, and they had two teams in there that had what little mini boxes, and that's it. So, yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. I think yeah, it might have been the most diverse field we had besides like singularity. 
Yeah. I liked Singularity, though. I liked Tournament Side of Singularity. I didn't well, like uh, the, the diversity thing. was there. Yeah. 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 All right, so moving on to a couple smaller things now. We covered the big thing, Jersey Regional. Uh, and then we'll let's cover a couple small things, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, so a lot of people probably didn't see this because it's, like, buried in a Facebook sub-thread, but Mark posted a, a screenshot of what appears to be a... Uh, uh, a versus deck builder app because you remember we mentioned last week that he was calling for people with iOS devices to, to test an app um, so I'll, I'll put this image up because I'm going to edit this podcast pretty heavily and I'll, I'll put images up on the screen for all the stuff we're talking about so uh, looks like we're getting the versus deck builder app for iOS devices uh, hopefully this expands into something more than a deck builder app I think they're going to use it to run their tournaments um, in the future and hopefully we'll get like a like a game or something you, did you guys see this you have thoughts on this Good. Bring it on, baby. Uh, deck builder. Yeah, hell yeah. Hook it up for Kirk so he doesn't have to do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kirk and his pal, they've been holding it down. Big shouts out to that man. Um, and you know what's funny? I- I've been seeing more and more decks uh, come out of that thing. So I know they're appreciated, but now they're getting some help and people can start making decks on their way to school, work, whatever jot down ideas share with other people this is a good look man this is a good look for real yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree i think it's um it's definitely necessary it's cool you can like share lists too like they're actually not just making like a bare bones app uh so again it takes a little load off the community for making it and it's also on the go like on your phone it's like check out this list or like here's what i'm playing or what edits because you suggest stuff like that that's and that's all on the go that's great and that's I think that's a really cool idea. I will say on the – it's not a negative thing, but it's the point. I think this shows, because they're still working on this, how far we are from an app that actually is going to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. I think this is just going to – this just shows how far they are. They're, they're still in development of an app that literally just makes deck lists. Uh, I don't need – like, if, if the tournament side of the thing comes off of that, that'd be sweet, and they need that. I know Cascade's got, like, a thing where they use, like, the app to log you in and stuff, and that thing was buggy and is a hot mess. So if they can make one that's even close to that, it'll make, like, the need for, like, match slips and, like, stupid Mantis software and all that just a little negligible. But uh, I think it's sweet overall. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't have an iPhone, but hopefully it'll, it won't take too long after they launch it on iPhone to get it on Android devices. So I'm excited. Uh, Step in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one last thing that I wanted to touch on. Uh, we saw the box art for the uh, the Spider-Man stuff. So Friendly Neighborhood, which is the first one, the MCU, the photographic one. It's got Mysterio and Spider-Man on the front, obviously. Uh, the second one is the Spidey Foes. It's got him fighting Shocker on it, uh, which is pretty cool. And then the third one is the Webheads, which is the one I'm most excited for because it's got uh, Superior Spider-Man on the front uh, and Spider-UK. You guys have any thoughts on any of this? I mean, it's just they look exactly mm-hmm. like what you think they'd look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bright colors, uh, web, web, webs on the on the box. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty one plus one right now. Mm, yeah, no big deal, but it's it's good to see, and I'm glad we're staying on on the um, glad we're staying on the schedule for 2020. So let's just bring on. I, the I actually can. do have a small thing that I'm going to touch on, C- kind of a rant. Um, so looking at this this MCU one, that's going to be a photographic set. So it's got MCU Mysterio on the front and MCU Spider-Man, but they're not 
They're not photos. They're not screen grabs. These are actually illustrated, by definition, images. These are promotional <laughs> images that are drawings of the characters from the movies. So, like, I, I, I swear to God, the cards in this box better actually be photographic. Not because I think they... Oh, not, yeah. Not because I think they will look better, but because the distinction that is made between the two universes is based on the kind of image that's on it. If it's illustrated, you... You can just know that it goes illustrated. If it's photographic, you know that it's photographic. If they muddy the waters anymore by saying, oh, well, it's photographic because they're from the movies, even though we're using artwork, oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't sound like that big of a deal, Stacks, but okay. <laughs> I would, it would bother me if illustrated cards were in the pool. Like, So there was a lot of speculation that like Alien and Predator were going to move over. I um, wanted that, man. And I'm so glad Kane didn't, by the way. But um, <laughs> that would have been so bad for the game. <laughs> he would have helped so many photos. Oh, we don't God. need to talk about this again, man. No, we don't. <laughs> but like, so if that happened, I I'm agree with you. I'm like an OCD dude. If and also with the other photo sets, they all have pictures of the movies. So like every single one of them. So why is this one different? I wonder if it's a licensing like, thing because they're not supposed to combine right. the movie stuff with the not movie stuff in well, terms of like. I, I'm confused because like. Almost always, almost always, because this isn't hard, a hard and fast rule, but almost always the images on the box are pulled directly from the images they use from the cards. So, uh, yeah, that's almost certain, true. right? Right. So, um, there are some instances where that's not true. Right. That's but, not yeah, always for true. For the most part. But for the most part, that's usually how it works. So, I'm, just, I'm getting nervous. I don't think they would go away from their plan, especially because the rule book actually differentiates the format by that actual definition. Exactly. As well. By the type yeah. of image that's used. I mean, that's how you know the format is exactly. by the is it an image or is it a drawing, et cetera, an artwork. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. It uh, shouldn't be an issue. Unless they're mixed up in the box, maybe that's, I don't know. Can they do that, though? No way. I don't know. Man. I actually don't know if they can. I think the movie rights are separate, but. Like I know the AVP thing. There's the they talked about the death was like they, they can't put them together because they don't have the AVP license, right? Right. But they have the license for Marvel, so I don't think there's anything actually stopping them well, from finding photo and illustrated in the same box of cards. Well, so so Sony has the rights to MC to, to Spider Man. They have the movie rights to Spider Man, so that's why MCU Spider Man has to get his own box. He can't be in the other MCU box. Oh, uh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, so he so. probably wouldn't be able to even be in with the illustrated stuff. So yeah, maybe they just maybe it was a they could have made the artwork submitted before they decided it was going to be photo. I mean that's like when they design the cards, I don't think it even comes into play if it's going to be photo or not because they made Outriders. So I I think they just make the cards <laughs> and then like later they're like All right, we're going to plug this into the photographic yeah, universe. I, mean, I don't know. I mean it's yeah, clear to me that it's there's some logistics photo, reason. But... That they did it this way. Oh, man. So. Anyway, I know that probably doesn't matter to anybody else, but somebody pointed out that the image was not a screen grab, that it's promotional artwork, um, and that just... <laughs> it so triggered me. That's really interesting that that bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. man. Maybe I'm weird, but I was triggered when I when I saw that. It's like tilting, like, this isn't a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, other oh, than that, last thing I just wanted to plug Mr. Ben's uh, 200th episode thing. Although I might not even have this episode out in time for it to matter, 
But if you haven't sent Mr. Ben uh, a versus story or a, an audio clip um, by the time you hear this and there's still time left, go ahead and send him that because uh, that 200 episode should be really cool. Everybody sharing their versus memories. Uh, other than that, do you guys have anything else you want to add on Jersey or Life's Too Short or Spider-Man or anything? Uh, yeah. Doesn't Team Attack have a podcast? Shouldn't they be talking about <laughs> like Midwinter? Isn't oh, that a yeah, thing yeah. that they do? I do want to plug Midwinter <laughs> since um, we are uh, about exactly a month out almost. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're, we're post-Jersey now, so Midwinter is the next thing to look forward to with the photographic format. Uh, even if you're not a fan of photographic format, you should come out because it, it should be a really fun event. Team Attack always puts on a good event. But uh, to, to Scott's point, you have a podcast, guys. Be You should be promoting Midwinter. Get, get back on the podcast game, Team Attack. Mm. Yeah, I will say, I don't know if you guys saw the ruling question. This is cur- I'm just curious. Uh, the, with the Scarlet Spider copying the new Spider-Man to put the little dudes in your deck, did you guys see that? Um, yeah. Somebody asked. Uh, I think- we haven't. Good. I think, and I, I think somebody said this in the comments, is because um, I think the rules for the, the Scarlet Spider guy says that you pick which spider person you want to be during game setup. Yeah, that's uh, why you won't get the... So I think you get don't get the... Uh, no. Because that's a deck building thing. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I mean, I haven't seen a ruling on it. Like, this came up before with, like, someone theorycrafting, like, Outriders with Mimic. Like, do, do you get these, like, do you get, like, setup powers if you were to copy abilities? Because, like, Scarlet Spider Mimic have that weird change of the game type scenario. We still haven't gotten anything official on that, right? Like, people were like, oh, if I do Mimic Devil Dinosaur, do I get... No, we didn't get an official answer on that. Yeah, so... I never saw anything on We were Devil supposed Dinosaur to get, like, a whole Mimic animation. document that we never got. Yeah, we were all supposed to get a Gamora fix we never got either. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. So, hopefully that comes out. Because that's stupid. But she hasn't really been relevant. Maybe that's their actual fix. So... <laughs> <laughs> Their actual fix is just like, oh, we're not gonna let Guardians and Predator ever be together again. <laughs> so, yeah, basically. But uh, yeah, I was just—I thought that was interesting because like you got some the spider webs got like what like thirty dudes you could put in now, like or something like that. With the new one, I was like, you can put them in the web pod, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. they're spiders. They all—they yeah. actually all have to be in it as per the rules. Oh, your web—you don't pick. Oh, okay, I didn't it. know that. Yeah, that's neat. So I thought that was pretty neat. The Scarlet Spider kind of just gets free wounds for yellows now that there's so many spiders. He like, almost mm-hmm. never is going to hit his fail rate. I thought that was neato. Yeah, yeah. That card just gets better and better as more cards are printed, literally. He, he's already pretty good, man. Yeah. I've already talked my I've already talked my talk about him. Yeah, we played him a lot in Big Apple with the black suit Spider-Man made me out of a flip on two with, like, Kane kind of, like, soft-leveled on two. Mm-hmm. And then you just had this fatty climbing monster. <laughs> Yep. And like Madam Web and Solo, like you just snowball, you know. He's just so big, so quick. Like was he like a five eight or something? He climbs. Or he's four, a four eight, eight. He climbs. Five nine solo counter Madam Web. I mean, you're you're the biggest thing on the board every game that you flipped. Yep. That guy could be real. I mean, I don't know about like in unfair formats, but definitely in the fair ones. Yep. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, shout out to Tim because I don't think I said that for putting on the jersey event. Uh, shout out to Team Attack. Get up back on the podcast game. Uh, looking forward to midwinter. Um. Anyways, uh, sh- shout out to Bert for uh, he did a, a really cool post Jersey um, New York Minute where it was like talking to uh, all the players right after the event, kind of a roundtable thing. So go check that out. I'll have the link below. And uh, other than that, that's it for this weekend versus. I think this was a really fun episode. I'm I'm excited to hear everybody's thoughts on the post Jersey stuff. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.